you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next when they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy Ice Cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Homeboy Manny Digital. And this is the self proclaimed sexier half of Dribbling Dimes, Emilio the Poet. And this is your friend, the most eligible bachelor. Yo, he's mad. The Hood Hugh Hefner. Cock blocking. Carlos is back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Welcome back to the fleeting show. Fleeting off, fleeting off, fleeting off. Hey, I got a great attorney for when that divorce information starts to We're, your wife is going to kill you. Yeah, you're going to need that, not after, only this, that after this shit drops. Well, not only that, I have to pay for her turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The double Sh- whip. Uh-huh. Shout out to uh, Jamel Oaser Sweat, uh, attorney mm. at law, yes. who uh, will will crack down on any case you need. So, Carlos, trust, I got you covered, bro. Yeah, big shout, big go. shout. Right. Shout out, Jamel. No, I, I, uh, I hope that we're just, you know, it's all jokes. Banter. It's all want, jokes until we call Jamel. I don't want your wife getting upset. I doubt she will, but hopefully she won't. Mm. <laughs> no, we good. Um, so we back again. Yes. Another installment of the Dribbling Dimes Association. Season two. Season two. Yeah, season two. Yeah. Season one was amazing. Yes, thank and you. And we're going to keep going. It's going to get better. Did you like season one? Love season one. What was your favorite part of season one? So I like, I like, well, so my favorite part of the podcast is the vulnerability that you guys reflect. Mm. So although we have a lot of excessive knowledge about basketball, it's also refreshing to hear someone else's story. Mm. So I think that that story and the fact that we're, you know, you guys are getting more season as we approach, mm-hmm. I think makes it a good, it gives it a good, it gives the podcast a very good dynamic and it just makes it very appealing. But obviously favorite episode. Um, I like the first episode with uh, Mr. Quinn, Mr. Q. Mr. Quinn Lin, yes. Quinn Lin, but yes. Mr. Q. Over. Yeah, that's right. Q. Uh, Felipe was amazing. Uh, I heard it two times. Nice. So hearing Felipe, uh, you know, just also being from the Dominican Republic is uh, very, it's a lot of inspiration in that podcast. Uh, Jaime was dope. And ne- shout out to Nesta, because Nesta, I met Nesta uh, with that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. She's that's awesome. Right. She's everything. That's dope. Uh, so uh, 2019. We're going to move on with season two. We're going to get stronger. We're going to get better, better guests, uh, more friendlier faces coming on the podcast. Uh, this is your friend, the executive producer. Hey. <laughs> Speaking. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Not giving myself titles here. No. Yo, this is a special, special yeah. uh, episode, man. Um, this is kind of came on a whim. Myself and my brother, we're having a conversation off air uh, in his car, and um, I wanted to touch base on something I brought up to, to his attention. Um, so we're going to get into a little bit of NBA talk, or not necessarily NBA talk, but just professional sport talk um, based on this conversation. I kind of want everyone to chime in, including you, the listener. So wherever you have an opportunity to comment, 
whether that be on Anchor or Apple, wherever you're listening from, please, please drop us a comment on, on today's episode and all the other episodes that you may have listened to. Um, so should I get right into it? You wanna... Yeah, let's go. Let's go in. All right, so um, so this is what I, we were talking about, myself and Manny Digital. Um, I suggested, right, that first of all, if you're, a, if you're an owner, right, if you're an owner of a, of a professional team, and your team has endured more than seven seasons, seven seasons consecutively, losing seasons, right, with no hope, no daylight, no shit going on in the right direction. You just know. I'll give an example, like Sacramento Kings. You know, you we we just knew they were gonna lose every single year. They were just gonna lose. It's just, it's just you, know, you don't even gotta think about them. They're losing. You know, I feel that the owner of that team should sell by force their organization. Has to renounce it by force after seven seasons, seven consecutive losing seasons because it's unfair. You are, this is a business. This is not a a charity. No one's going for free. People are paying their money. You are representing a huge sport, sporting uh, organization. This is not just a game of, ca- of cards here that you lose and it's okay. Because even though you're losing, people are spending millions of dollars. There's there's much investment going on, right? And I just feel like it's unfair. And the reason why I brought this point up is because as a, as a Mets fan, as a longtime Mets fan, I feel like the Wilpons have pretty much handcuffed their organization. And the same thing has happened with my Bulls as well, leaving Gar, Gar Foreman and John Paxson at the helm. And the owner just doesn't want, doesn't care. It's like, yo, we're just there. Everybody's just living off the Jordan years and people are selling out because the Bulls stadium is like, it's, it's like, it's like the garden, man. It's like a museum in basketball. People are just going to go just to say they were there, you know. And they're living off 20, 30 years later of Jordan era. It's not fair. It's not fair to the consumer. I'm sick and tired of it, and I want to know what you guys think about what I said. So let me, being that I am the resident Nick fan, well, Carlos, you also are, mm-hmm. um, I would love nothing more than to be able to say, all right, your seven years are up, Dolan. Sell the team. Right. The reality, mm-hmm. and this is why I love this country, this is a capitalist society. Mm. When you own something outright, you own it. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me if I own anything, even if I run it terribly. Right. You can't take it away from me because I ran it poorly. Right. There's very little exception to that rule in ownership. Now, given the high tide of emotion that's associated with sports particularly the top three sports, right? So football, baseball, basketball. The fan base are rabid animals when it comes to their team. Yep, right. So for you to say what you said, makes it comes from a logical place. Mm-hmm. But, again, I go back to running a business. I don't give a fuck what I do with my team. Right. That's why I can't fault James Dolan, which is why I'm a big advocate for – Somebody finding some dirt on that motherfucker. And expose him. Expose him. Yeah. And then that way you, you got to sell the team because you're being a dick. Right? So so that's a really good point. So you made a good point, Emilio and Manny. The problem, or, or at least what someone would say, is that Dolan doesn't own the Knicks outright. So he has shareholders. There's sure. an obligation to the shareholders. Sure. Shareholders don't care about wins or championships. They care about the profit margins mm-hmm. that the team is generating. Mm-hmm. So as long as... The Knicks are still generating. Dolan will always have a seat, and he has a majority seat. So right. there will never be a vote of confidence. Right. 
Dolan's not going anywhere. Dol- the only way Dolan's going somewhere is getting $6 billion from someone. Right. That's the only way. Um, I don't think I, I, I don't think that the the NBA will not allow like a hedge fund to buy the team. Why not? Uh, that's too much There's conflict of, of interest. I don't think you could get a hedge fund to run the business. I think you have to have you can't get like a corporation like a business entity. You got to have someone that's going to steerhead it, and then he can have backings from a hedge funds. But right. someone has to be the Dolan. Someone has to be I the pick, person that we that the we point at. I picked Daniel Loeb. You told me that. I saw I saw that. I read that you said that. Yeah. When I worked at Yahoo, that guy executed the most amazing corporate takeover I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And I was very happy that he did. Yeah. Marissa Meyer, who was the CEO at the time, didn't pan out, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. What he did was amazing and my stocks benefited <laughs> greatly from that. So thank you, Mr. Loeb. See that and that's and that's you know, that's because you saw it. So you firsthand saw that. I experienced And well, then I, I would also say Robert Ben Moshe, the the CEO of AIG. Uh-huh. There was four. It was a revolving door when it came to that job. So after the crisis, there were four different CEOs, and none of them hacked it. Robert Ben Moshe not only turned it around, he paid out. He paid back the bailout that we owed, but he passed away. Uh, but he was revered in Wall Street. Uh, <coughs> but what? aside of that, but and just to answer your question, so if I'm listening to you correctly, and you're saying losing, so just so we know, uh, you know what we're gonna dissect. Losing season meaning no playoffs. No playoffs. Yes, losing uh, uh, below, records. Below below five hundred. Definitely. Each year. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So. And not just only that, but being run poorly. You just being, know. It's just a business. It's just rookie, money. Another rookie yeah. that didn't pan out. Yeah, yeah. Another bad decision. A bump. Uh, another trade that wasn't hor- like the horses ass so, trade. Another poor decision after poor. Just. And let me just say this real quick. Yeah. I want to answer something. I want to. Speaking of mm-hmm. the outright decision of mm-hmm. like owner ownership, a few years ago, and I know this is a very extreme case, but it's a case nonetheless, and this is where I'm going with it. The Los Angeles Clippers had an owner. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that we was forced to sell it mm-hmm. based on some uh, racist remarks and some mm-hmm. sexist remarks that the NBA had. took it over, right. right? So obviously, those are some extreme set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. Whether that's in the, I'm talking about obvi- what I'm talking about. Obviously, is something for down the line thinking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying tomorrow you change no. the rules. Right. I'm saying, yo, if you want to be an owner in the NBA, you better get busy about winning and figuring out at least trying. Because there's too many owners that don't give a shit about winning. They just want money. Yeah. I respect that this is a business, but this may not be the business for you. Right. Because at the end of the day, you got people that are shelling out fifty and seventy-five dollar tickets, hundred dollar tickets, right? Money. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. fan. Now. I'm not talking about yep. corporates. Yep. Corporate. Yeah. Corpor- I'm not talking about the, the, the average Joe. I'm talking about the average Joe, the well-to-do yeah. worker that just wants to have a good time with his family and just so happens to spend his hard-earned money on the team he enjoys. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the fucking American way. Yeah. That is the person I'm, I'm representing when I say that, and I'm saying that to say. You guys are devout Nick fans. <clears throat> it's it's fortunate and unfortunate in this sense. People like Dolan pray off you guys mm-hmm. because you will always support. Always. You will always support. You guys have endured some shitty-ass seasons. Shitty. I'm a Bulls fan, although we had the, the highest peak for a lifetime that you can imagine, and no one's going to cry me a river. I get it. But I'm just saying I like quality in what I'm watching. Right. I like to watch a quality movie, for example. 
You know, I don't want to watch a shitty movie. And I damn sure ain't going to do it in the, in, in the greatest sport that I feel is out there, which is basketball. So if my team has got a horse-ass product out there, you got to do some changes. And I feel like there's not enough changes. So light a fire under their asses and say, if you want to sign here and you want to buy a team, this is what it looks like. If in seven years you guys can't, are not aiming, at least for turning it around, or looking like you're a winner, you got to get the fuck out. And, and you know, just... Looking at that, let's take a step back. So, the example that you brought was the Clippers. Yeah. And this guy said, you know, something that you shouldn't say in a predominantly black sport. You shouldn't say it at all. For sure. Regardless of what sport it is. Mm-hmm. His punishment was to make a ridiculous profit. Bought right. the team for nothing. Right. Sold it for 1.6. Right. That's a punishment. Right. You know what I mean? No, I get it. But, I get it. And, and you know, just... I get it. And I'm pretty sure the parameters that you want to set... If they do go into like they've, there would need to be a lot of, a lot of outliers set on those parameters. For sure. So like, let's say I'm gonna use an ex- a franchise for an example, which we probably think that is a good franchise, but I'll make the case that they're not. They're poorly ran. Okay. Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. Right. They've been bad before the process began. They were bad for some years. Yeah, a lot. Really bad. Right. Many. Yep. And when it's all said and done with all those draft picks that they had, all those first-round draft picks, you know, the Okafors, the, the, the many, the, the many, many players that just Nerd didn't pan Noel. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. If you go two, if you got two right out of, like, eight, that's a problem. Yeah. Right? You're talking about first-round yeah. picks. First picks, first draft yeah. picks, first, first top threes. Yeah, so Golden State, even at their worst, were not getting first-round picks. That's a good point. And they were able to... You know, there there are players in Golden State that we forget about. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes is an amazing player. Yep. He's a great defender, mm. great shooter, role player. I you wouldn't know. say great shooter, but I, I I think he's a very good player. Yeah, he's a great. Yeah, right. Like in Dallas, he's eating right now. He's he's hey, complimenting that team very well. Is what he, I'm trying to say. You know, he, I, I just like he complimented Golden State. Yeah. No ego. Knows that he's not the first, second, or third option. Goes in, does his job. And the fan, and plays hard. Uh, let me just say this real quick, because mm-hmm. because when they substituted um, um Barnes out and they put Kevin the, Durant, uh, we all noticed a significant uh, increase in wins and just in productivity. Just quick though, wait so, wait wait, check no, that. What? They won seventy three games with Harrison Barnes. I not with Durant. I'm, I'm speaking right. specifically playoffs. No no no, specifically about Harrison Barnes versus Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, production. I mean, yeah. That is it. Mm-hmm. So. And that's a good point because sometimes you don't necessarily need the best player right. to have a best the best team. Correct. So I like that. Yeah. But so based on the numbers, he didn't do as well. And the reason why I think he's not in, in the Warriors is because they're aiming for championships. And in playoff games, I've seen him have horrible playoff yeah. games. So Steph, I think that's Steph has also had. So you know, but yeah, but we we you don't want to compare Steph to no, Harrison. Of course not. No, Let him have three or four bad games. Well, yeah. Because when he makes it up for 50 yeah. and he hits 10 threes, I think we forget. Uh, yeah. I don't know about you, but I have Alzheimer's every Se- time he has a bad game. He has a bad game, I forgot, because yeah, he erased it with 17 50. points in the fourth quarter when the, it matters. That's okay. You yeah. know what? It's all right. I, I think we let him go with that one. <laughs> I think we let him, I let him have a break. I'm still, I'm, I, I can't even. Every time somebody says stuff, I, I always think back yeah, to the draft. Over. As you should. The Knicks didn't get him. Yeah, but he wasn't available at the I time know, that know, you picked. Oh, it wasn't. Like, it was like two it picks wasn't, before. It was, no, no, he got picked one one before. For us, yeah, sure? Minnesota. Yeah. I'm positive. It was number Trust six, me. It haunts me. It haunts me. No, what was the number that? He so got Flynn, uh, Michael Johnny Flynn, Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. Excuse me. 
Minnesota had two picks. They had yeah. a chance to snag. Our so Warriors. it was all against us. It was it was to do it to it was to do it to the Warriors. So the Warriors were high on Johnny Flynn because twelve out of the popular twelve mock drafts that was done, Curry landed in New York and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Curry cool. had a great workout here. Del Curry was canvassing and talking about how him and D'Antoni were going to just, you know, it's going to be a really good marriage. It was just almost said and done. Curry was mad, actually. Yeah, I Curry remember. wanted to be I in saw, New York. Saw, he wanted to be a Nick. Was seen around town. Uh, and what Minnesota, their, rook, their, their, their PG or the guard that they wanted was Rubio, mm-hmm. which they got. Uh, but in order to just stick it to Golden State, who was high on Johnny Flynn, they picked Johnny Flynn. And then Golden State went with an undersized, what they thought was an undersized shooting guard from Davidson, right. which was Curry. And then the rest. Yo, of the you season. imagine Rubio and Steph on the same team? Nah, it, you know what it is. It, it, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't work, right? It wouldn't work. I don't think so. Well, okay, so this is the reason why I say that, right? It hurts when we hear when that. When you thing. talk about the modern, because you, you, you sometimes you got to be forward thinking. It can't mm-hmm. just be like, okay, we're trying to get a prototypical two guard, prototypical point guard. Sometimes you got to get the best yeah. player, like in football. Like, yo, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. need a center, but today we're going to draft the center. Yeah. We don't need a guard, but we're grabbing the best guard that there mm-hmm. ever was. It just You just grab the best player, and mm-hmm. you figure. Fig- at the end of the day, look at the Celtics, right? They have a lot of good players. If it works for that, yo, that's a good problem to have. you got a lot of riches. It's like saying, yo, I got $10 million. I don't know what to do with it. Well, you know what? You got $10 million, brother. I ain't crying. You know what I mean? You, you complaining about being rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so the, I say I have to say this: the Rubio thing. Although, yes, maybe it wasn't the ideal fit. I'm saying they both can play. Curry, you can put him as a two guard or yep. a point guard. Yep. Rubio couldn't shoot to save his life, but that's not the point. You, you if you're a good, if you're a good you coach, you good you figure that out. Like, yep. yo, ten assists here is, or fifteen assists for Rubio plus thirty of Curry. I think that's not too bad. Look, you know what I mean? No, like, you, we'll make this work. Just just to get off of Rubio. Pause. The, the, <laughs> There were so many people that gave up on Rubio who thought that oh he God. was trash. I, I I was one of those. When he's he's, he's, he's a thief. My, he's one of my favorite yeah. guards. Yeah, he's a Today. thief. He's a Today. thief. He's a Today. thief that makes any team anyone better. But he's developed that. No, not only that. It's just like just when you know he was traded to Utah mm-hmm. as a throw-in. It was a throw-in. Yeah. yeah. So what he did he's against up. OKC? Yes, killed, destroyed, destroyed Westbrook. But you, just, you gotta give him you give him the yeah. big man. Yeah, Gilbert. I mean all the shooters, he's good. Honestly, okay. you give Rubio like a true talented big big and he's gonna make him look yeah, good. It's a Jason Kidd effect. There's the a very the, guy that sees the court. It's a, it's a give and take because he earned he earned the ridicule initially. Yeah, sure. He was a top pick. He came from Spain where he was dominating. Mm-hmm. He was get yo, not for nothing. They compared Kobe Bryant was on the air. They were comparing him to like these are the next greatness. Like like Luka Doncic yeah. is now. He was the next thing. He was right. so, so he had a high ass goddamn ceiling to live up to that he did not initially live up to. Is he a good player now? For sure. But it, look how many years it took him to develop to this point guard now. I'm not complaining. No, you're not. I'm just saying initially, if you the guy that spent a top five pick on him yeah. or whatever it was he was. That's Sure. You'd be pissed too. I so, know if I'm in a so I'm pissed as shit. I, I don't have an argument because you said he was picked very, very That's high. That's what I'm saying. But if you graph Rondo and you take out KG, take out Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. so you you're grabbing a, a point guard that could see the court but can't shoot, mm-hmm. and you throw him in the West where they where basketball is played, mm-hmm. it's tough for him to shine. I mean, who did he really play with? Rubio. You're like, talking about? I don't like that. Rondo. Rondo. Rajon now? Rondo. No, Rajon Rondo Early. with Boston. Okay. But just take, take out those players. Right. 
and just throw and, in and him in the West. Him in the West. It's tough to muster. Uh, yeah, but I don't like see. I don't like that. I don't like when we use that. We give so much cop out to players. We're like, well, if he played with this and that, who did he play with? No, who is he? Yeah. Who is this guy that? But he we... can't score. Uh, listen, so he's a player that. I'm not he still hit. gave you ten assists. He still led the league in steals a few years. He's he's a cerebral ass point guard. He is. Yeah. I but agree. He, and can't shoot. So like, how far can you go with that? But okay, but okay, and I grant that's a fair fair point. All I'm saying is, if you are this good of a player. Right? Rondo's a perfect example. Rondo can uh, dominate a game and only score 10 points. Yeah. He will have 10 rebounds, yes. Yes. 25 assists, 10 points, and 5 steals, and probably a block over here. And the game, he's the MVP. Yeah. You figure it out, bro, because your skill set, we fall in love, all of us. Not you and everybody. Yeah. Yep. We fall in love with the points PPG. At the end of the day, it's a great thing. But everybody's skill is not to score 50 a game, exactly. 30 a game. That doesn't mean you can't be exactly. productive. That doesn't mean you can't affect the mm-hmm. win. You just know your role and eat at it. Gnaw at it. Be the best assist man. Be the best setup man. Set screener. Yeah. Who gives yep. a shit? I want to I go back. Because we started off on the path of whether or not a team should be forced yeah. to sell. Yeah, we're going to yeah, go. We did, yeah, right? we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so to that point, like I said, I, I think forcing a team to sell based on any given number of seasons of losing mm-hmm. will never fly. It it would unravel a ton of things that are the fabric of mm-hmm. our nation, our society. Now, what I do think might be a good idea to consider is how in soccer and the major uh, leagues mm-hmm. of soccer, mm-hmm. not the MLS, like the big Premier League and all that, mm-hmm. they do relegation. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I like that. So, and I don't know how it might work. Maybe there's some kind of methodology that involves the G League. And right now, there's 27 G League teams, so it's got to wait till there's 30 G League teams in order for it to be even. But let's just say relegation. The relegation down is something like a G League, right? Where you have to either you have to send all your players down, or so, they got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But relegation occurs, and that is kind of the penalization for that franchise not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I love that fucking, yo, that, that you, you blew me to bits there. Because, so, it's not, for me, it's not about selling, making anyone do anything they don't want to do. It's understanding what you're getting yourself into, Mm -hmm. right? It's like buying a co-op, right? You buy a co-op, it is yours, but, they have, you know, others have say in mm-hmm. what you do with the co-op, mm-hmm. you know? It's not just that it's not yours, but you can't just paint the walls fucking, I don't know, gold or something like that. You got to have permission, right? I'm saying at the end of the day, however you want to slice it, we cannot allow these, the, the, these bastard-ass owned fucking organizations continue to be the shit end of the stick just because they're small market teams. Yeah. That's not an excuse, bro. Yeah. Then get out of here. Sell your organization and cut and throw this lock this gym down and make it a fucking twenty one team league or some shit. So, like so, stop wasting my time with these bonehead ass picks and these whack ass GMs. Yeah. Yo, out with your asses. Out with your dumb asses. That's enough. <laughs> Ten years of dumbass Tommy is a dumbass. That's a lot of dumbass. Yo, yo, Gar Foreman and John Paxson, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, homies. <laughs> fuck off, all right. bro. All right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, yeah, another bad one, bro? Yo, right. let me tell you something, Wait, man. What makes you more mad? The fact that they uh, picked up, uh, what's the name from, from Minnesota, uh, Milwaukee? Milwaukee or Minnesota? No, Milwaukee. 
He came from Milwaukee. He's oh. talking about oh, Jabari. Jabari Parker. Jabari's yeah. on his way out. Does that make you more mad? No, nah, no, nah, that doesn't make. He, me he mad. fell out of the rotation. That doesn't make me mad at all. Believe it or not, they I was maxed, talking to they the gave car. Him a no, because I, 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 I respect. That was all Doug Collins, by the way. Doug Collins came in there and said, "Yo, let's shake some shit up. If we're gonna lose, at least let's, uh, let's at least try. You know, like let's make this look at least like we're trying. Fuck it. I respect that. Give me a name. Fuck it. It didn't work out. Fuck it. He's a number two overall pick." Yes, he granted he had two MCL surgeries. He's Fine, hell. but you take a chance on a guy that you think might pan out. I mm-hmm. respect that. He didn't work out. I don't blame nobody for that. But I will say this. You can't have 10 years on the job and have a shit end of a job. You fucked up Derrick Rose, homie. Derrick Rose. That was Yes, no, but yes. No, no. Okay, but hold on. Ran him into the Bro, you had an opportunity with Derrick Rose. Don't you don't get Derrick. Derrick Roses don't come along every every day. Mm-hmm. You give him that. You give him. You 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 dip yourself into the luxury tag for two or three years. You Allen Houston that ass. You do, you three years in a row dip your ass into luxury tax and get yourself a name that you probably don't have no business getting just because you want to say, you know what, let's take it to Miami. Fuck it, bro. Derrick Rose, here's your next offensive player. At the time, I was screaming for Carmelo Anthony because if you can be a dumbass and score 25, you could be a dumbass on the Bulls, brother. Because Carmelo, because Derrick Rose scoring 50 a night is not going to be sustainable for a championship. I'm sorry. And it doesn't matter if he's LeBron. Same thing with LeBron. You're not going to have a guy score 50 a night even if he could. That's too tiring. Then you got to guard some Get the fuck out of here, bro. So guard for him and jump past him. Keep it fucking moving. All right. So on that, on that, you know, hearing hearing both your points. So Tito's right. Where someone owns a team, it's just that's just very very hard to do. I think what's really feasible is to take this approach and instead of doing it for for the owners, to do it for the presidents and GMs, and mm-hmm. somehow some way for Adam Silver to kind of pass and kind of give. The owner's ultimatum as to you either give your GM or your president of operation 85% control of the team's decision, mm-hmm. or we, we, we will go ahead and actually um, prorate your profit sharings. If your team is not, if we can't play you on TV, if nobody wants to see the, t- the team on TV, we're going to take that. Right. If you're not able to get 10 national games on TV a year, we're gonna prorate your 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 TV deals. Right. So that's how you give that. That's how you solve this, and that becomes that could come into play. Right. So you have Danny Ainge, who we all know that it's amazing, oh. right? right? Amazing. Danny Ainge is amazing. amazing. Danny Walsh is amazing. Yes. Danny Walsh Agreed. saw something in like Lance Stevenson yes. and Victor Oladipo when Oladipo was being traded, like he was nothing. That's a very good point. Right. Great point. So th- there's so many good GMs out there. <clears throat> There's so many good coaches that makes good GM. There's so many players that can make good GMs. So I think, you know, you're reaching for the moon. I would love, nothing I would love more to kind of just move Dolan out the way. Mm-hmm. And I don't really hate Dolan. I know yeah. a lot of people do hate him. Uh, I don't think Dolan is necessarily the, the issue. Mm-hmm. I think Nolan has always tried to do what's best for the Knicks. Right. Whether it was like, when him and Pat Riley went different ways, it wasn't a matter of Pat Riley not getting what he wanted. Mm-hmm. It was just Dolan wanting more of a commitment, more years right. out of him. I see. Same thing with Donnie Walsh. Right. So he's doing the things for the Knicks fans. He's willing to go to the max every year. Well, there's stupid money, but he's willing to spend the money. Right. I think that where you get upset is when you have an owner that doesn't want to give you... 
Well, uh, so those are fair points, and I appreciate you saying that. Mm. So, again, when I was talking about losing seasons, I'm yeah. not specifically so talking about whether it's just monetarily, like, oh, I spend money. No, no, no. We're talking I'm about... talking about bonehead trades. Yep. I'm talking about bad draft pick selections. Yep. I'm talking about the, the whole yep. kit and caboodle. It's when you get a bad product on the... Like, on bro, the, on the, you, when you, you can't put a good you product. Can't, you can't... You should not, in a professional anything, should not be allowed to fuck up seven times in a row. Never mind seven years in a row. You understand me? You can't get all these draft picks wrong, bro. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm sorry to say both to this no, is both that's, that's it's not an exact science. Now you could you could say pick the best player in the game in the draft. Okay. Right? The there's which is why I love the game of basketball because for however many stats there are, mm-hmm. articles there are, right. trends that you see, mm-hmm. none of that shit at the end of the day can ever be 100% accurate right. because there's variables in the mind of the player themselves for that sure. they're not even cognizant about that affect how the product actually performs. Yep. I agree with there's that. There's no argument there. So it's, so it's always a matter of like, all right, yeah. I, I subscribe to the same idea, which is... Pick the best available player regardless of what your needs are. Right. Right. Obviously, strategically try to position yourself to meet your needs. Right. But if you can't, get the best available product out there. Right. But you gotta have you gotta have pieces within your organization to be able to take whatever you're given, develop the fuck out of it, and make it suitable, at least serviceable, for the 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 three-year term, call it, that is the rookie contract. So right. I'll challenge that super quick. I like that. So that approach always works in football. Right. That approach works Which in basketball. The, the take the, the best, best player. You don't take what you need. Right. That approach doesn't work in basketball, okay. and it's only because basketball is a sport that is most prevalent where they trade up, where they trade down. Mm-hmm. So if the best player that's coming out is a point guard and Golden State's on the clock, mm-hmm. they're not taking the point guard. Right. They're going to dangle that somewhere else, two draft picks mm-hmm. next year, which is smart because right. if you don't have a need, you could, you're could you using that commodity to gain yourself what you want. For maybe not, may not be now, maybe later. It could be a player that's on a walk year that maybe you could get to stay. But but, but to me, that's kind of, the, we're saying kind of the same thing. It is. You're just not, you're, tra- you're not getting the player. You're not keeping them. But you're maximizing, I guess what I should say is you're maximizing the value for the best yes. possible scenario. That, yeah, absolutely. For that Always. Opportunity. Well, Always. You, you, a good example also um, is when the Detroit Pistons passed up in 04 to get Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Because 2003. he was the yep. best, 2003, excuse mm-hmm. me. Best player available. Mm-hmm. They they messed up there. They didn't need it. Yeah, but you could. It's like you never. You can never have enough talent, bro. Yeah, but 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 but, but in hindsight, in, in retrospect, in retrospect, he probably would have been a cancer to that team. But at the same time, just from a talent perspective, even if yeah. hold on, even if you draft them and trade them for a, a stockpile no, no. of picks for the future, like they're doing now, I, I'll go on even record. If you trade him for. A future Dwight Howard, let's say. I don't know. I'm just being, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Melo would have been better than Melo would have been better than Darko in Pistons. I could, I could, I, oh, I, I sure. confident yeah. with all confidence, I could yeah. say that. No, 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 no. That's not what. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you no, mean. No, no, no. Like yeah. I'm saying, fit wise, like yeah. he, he probably needs the ball. He needs 25 shots where it disrupts their offensive scheme. Yeah. Like they don't, they play a system versus ISO ball, for example, and he can't work like that because he needs twenty five shots. But and in order to do that, he's gonna tell the media about it. He's gonna not play defense. Mello. He's gonna be upset. Yeah, Mello. I'm so, just saying that. I'm just saying an example. He's an so, example. So I want to challenge. 
I, okay, I got I'm, a challenge. I'm listening. So we're talking about the 2003 Pistons. You keep flag. 2003 Pistons were like four years away from where you had Rashid, Ben, Rip, Chauncey. Okay. That's what I think about that. Okay. They won a ring. That's fine. No, that, that team was amazing. That team, Rashid, Rashid, Rashid is an alpha. Changed, He's an alpha. We know that whole he end. was the leader of that team. I agreed. I agreed. When Rashid played with Melo, Melo said, I fell in line. Okay. Melo fell in line to Knicks tape. Now Melo's not oh. a leader, but you add Carmelo to Jason, that Detroit Pistons team. Jason Kidd was there too. Yeah, no, but Rashid was. He started this. The three down to the piece. That was him. Mm-hmm. They adopted that. Amari was not a leader. Amari was not trying to like you know he got bullied out. Right. Where Melo kind of took more shots. I don't think a rookie goes into that team and could do and have his way the way Melo did. I think Melo plays a role. Rookies don't just well, come on. Mello, Mello had what he had in, in the Nuggets because there was nothing there. He felt that void of, quote-unquote, the leader. Carl should have been that. He was, supposedly. But, you know, Kenya Martin came out and, and it's disintegrated tough, man. that. It's man. It's really tough. No, but they had a solid team. Look, Andre Miller, Marcus Camby, yeah. Carmelo Anthony. Nene. Nene. Yeah. Did I say Kenya Martin already? Afalo. No. Yeah, Afalo. Aaron Afalo. Yeah. That's a nice. Jimmy Nelson. I mean, they're, that's they're, a nice starting five. It's, a, it's, it's a not good, like it's a good, it's a good team. But 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 again, he fit a need. They needed a guy that can score the ball. Right. But it wasn't like he was going into some bum ass. No no no. And and you know and obviously I'm not saying that Melo would have brought a championship to Detroit because Melo was the best player in the Nuggets. If Melo would have fell into the the Pistons, he wouldn't have been the best player yet. I think he would have been a top player. But Rasheed Wallace was amazing and right. still had a lot of game left. I agree. So the, the, you know, but, 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 but again, that, to, to me, that's a mark of a true winner, Rasheed yeah. Wallace, right, bro? He came into the Pistons and filled a void. You need me at the top of the key, hitting this three-point shot. No one can guard this. Yeah. No center is gonna come out here and guard me because yeah. I'm gonna blow right by him and dunk in it. They right. play that to perfection. He's also an enforcer as well. He's a leader. He was like the Draymond Green before the Draymond Green. Yeah. You know, because he was yeah. tough, he will beat the shit out you. He wants to yeah. fight. You want to fight? I want to fight first. Welcome, dude. The only thing I disagree with is that he had this great thing in his head. Yeah, I don't going. know what that was about. That's called Mother Nature. I'm not sure. No, nah, I don't think. I don't think so. I think that's a condition. Nah. Well, I'm saying he had it since he came natural. in as a rookie. Yeah, it's yeah. A no- normal, natural yeah. shit. Nah, but I, yo, shout out to Rashid, man. I'm just, I was just, jo- I love just jokes. I These love. are just jokes. You don't want to run into Rashid in the dark alley. <laughs> These are just jokes. <laughs> I don't want to run into Rashid with in the de- in the daylight, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. I'm crossing the street. Nah. So Rashid. Nah, nah. But anyhow, um, real quick, um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Nah, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's a mark of a true leader. Is yeah. my point. He knows his role. Yo, I'm only gonna get you 15. But if Melo's here, he He's a better. He has a higher propensity for scoring. Let me fall back because he got that. Yeah. That's a mark of a lead. That's why I think the Detroit Pistons were dominant for those few years uh, uh, with Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Everyone to a man, including the coach, assistant, ball boy, water boy, they knew their role. Yep. And they all played within their role. They didn't. Nobody was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get 50 tonight." Fuck y'all. No. Fall back. No. Chauncey, you got 13, but Rip got 20. Is I ain't cool. Switch it around. Rasheed got 20 tonight. Cool. They were cool because they were gonna lock you down and they were gonna they were gonna suffocate your ass and they were gonna win. It was not pretty, but yeah. it was effective. And it wasn't it wasn't easy to go play at the Palace. Yes. That that place was hard. Ben to Wallace, play. man. Yeah. Ben Wallace so. steals. But anyway, um, so. I think first of all, I just want to say this, man. I I I I'm excited because at the end of the day, right? Closed mouths don't get fed. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, when you have an idea, 
to try to better something, right? Initially, the shit's going to meet, you know, some, you know, people are going to be disagreeing with it. They're mm-hmm. not going to be as agreeable. It's new, something new. It's And especially if mm-hmm. it challenges what the way it's, it's always been, yeah. you know? So I get the conflict. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I'm so pissed to fuck it. Fuck you and fuck your fucking attitude. You've been sitting, you've been getting fat while we were away, yeah? You've been getting fucking fat. Yeah. But now we're back, yeah. you know what I mean? It's my turn. You give me, it's you, my turn. Yeah, you know, if, the, if a dime bag moves, I want in. You know? <laughs> I get it. That's where I'm at it. with it, you know what I mean? And I get it. And and, and and it starts at the top, so yeah, I agree. And then I think you got to shake some shit to make shit happen. Ownership you know I mean? is going to be... You can't just sit down and be like, oh, man, I wish, Ownership I wish, I wish. will be a really tough tree to shake, uh, just because... I get it, man, I get it, I, I get it. But I think it. GMs, I, GMs should start turning, and that, that should be the revolving door. I get it, but let me just say Seven years, and then you're done. Let me just say I know this is a very small example. I just saw recently Marvin Lewis of the Cincinnati Bengals was fired. Yep. Right? On Black Monday. And I can, I'm going to tell you something like this, man. 18 years. Stephen A. Smith has been on air for the last like few years wow. with his head. Like, yo, asking for his head. He's been asking for that man's head yeah. for a while. Yeah. Believe you me, had Stephen A. Smith not spoken of this man, will have a job forever. <laughs> not, no, and it's not that I'm. Uh, by, by the way, there's not no knock on his, you know, his man and Marvin Lewis. It's not a knock on nobody. Mm-hmm. It's just, just to say, sometimes we don't understand, especially nowadays, the effect that we have, especially prominent figures. You know what I mean? Now shit goes viral. Now there's people that have impact. At the end of the day, a guy like a James Dolan might jump on um, Stephen A. Smith's show just because Stephen A. Smith made a comment, dis- you know, disrespecting him or what have you. Mm-hmm. People are listening. They might act like they're not because they got $14 billion. They listening because ESPN is for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So are these other, you know, networks or what have you. So my point is don't shortchange yourself. They're listening. They want to belittle you because you don't make $14 trillion, but they listening. Yeah. Because in a, in a per- if you want to go that far, then Stephen A. Smith doesn't reach these guys because they're not relevant. You know what I mean? So anyway, I just want to say that um, I'm more just – I'm just more like just oh no 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 keep going okay so yeah so, so I'm just I'm just saying like people are listening that's why that's why I'm at with it so I if we do have time we have time. I want I want to I want to introduce this segment and so in basketball we all agree we all agree there's there's good players right because no one that makes it to a basketball court is bad right right we're talking about the NBA NBA yes of there's Anybody that we've made or people would identify as a scrub is a good player. Oh, for sure. 100%. Good players. 100%. There's all-stars, and then there's superstars. And then there's role players. No, no. Let's let's use those three tranches. Okay, I got you. Brian Scalabrine. Oh, yeah. That's a good player. Mm -hmm. Scalabrine, yeah. He has one ring. Right. One ring with Boston. Yep. So I'll, I'll say in a few names, and... Scream out what rating you think they are. Hold on. At the same time. Rating, like, as far as number? Good. Good. All-star, superstar. All-star, superstar. What's trash? Good. Good. Okay. Of course, because no one that steps on a hardwood floor is trash. Okay, we'll that's play along. True. I've stepped on plenty, and I'm pretty trash. Yeah, fuck No that. one that's ever stepped on a hardwood floor in the NBA is trash. Okay. I, I want to say yes, but I, I have a hard... No, but again, yeah, yeah, you, got, you, yes you have names? Yeah, I do. You have names? Whatever, whatever comes to your mind. Joe Kim Noah. Wait, what's what's before, what's after All good? Star. What's after good? All-star? All-star and then superstar. All-star. All-star. Tito. 
Yeah, I have to say All-Star. All-Star. And again, we'll do this. We'll I love Joaquin. So so Yo, big shout to Joaquin, though. If you're listening, bro, are we watching on the show right now? We, we don't necessarily have to look at the body of work, but just grab their peak, their peak season, or like... And see what that what that meant to you, like. Yo, bro, was he was yo just. He's the heart. He's the heart, bro. He yeah. finished top three in MVP voting in two thousand. Was it okay? 14? I have the year way off, so you're probably right. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Zach. Just before you get Zach, who? Randolph. Randolph. Zebo. Oh. I, I say, say good. good. Okay. I think he's good. Okay. Shout out to Zebo too, I man. You're the tough man. You're a bully. It four. Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. Not to be confused with the three-person legend. I would say good. Yeah, I'd give him good. Yes. But has shown signs of all-star. Yo, real quick, though, real quick, yeah. though. Is he is he back from his injury? Not yet. No. I want to see I, I want to see Denver with a full roster. Like, I want to see By it. By the time airs, maybe. But. I really want to. I'm interested to see him back up and show 20 a night. I so, could, we could do that. So, you, so that's good. You guys are going with good. I'm going, I'm going with, good. with good. Okay, J.R. Smith. Can I... Damn, good, good, but classify good him, classify good. him, and then give me your opinion of him. All right, so good. Can we pick? Can we do one under good? So this is where I'm at. If you want, if I, if you, if I may. Yeah. He's good. Non-cerebral. Just raw. He's good, but he's not non-cerebral. He doesn't get it. Sometimes he makes bonehead plays, bad shot taker. Mm-hmm. I'm not. This is. We're talking about a guy. With all-star capability, athleticism. We've always saw that. We all saw that in Denver. We all looked at him like, oh, this guy's going to be a multiple-time all-star. That's why we, we knock him so hard, because we know what could have been. Or at least we all felt that way. But I just feel like, yo, bro, like, yo, because, yo, playoffs, he'll have 10, he can have 10 three-pointers. He has the capability of taking flight. He can jump over anyone. I remember the day he crossed this dude up and dunked it with two hands, damn near from the free throw line against the San Antonio Spurs in Denver. I don't know if, that, if you look it up in YouTube, bro, you know what I'm talking about. Two hands for safety. This guy is amazing, but he just doesn't get it. Yo, if ever there was a person that loved J.R. Smith, it was me. Because he, it was, what was it? It was April 2012. I'm watching him play against the Bulls at Chicago. He crosses the three point, the half court line. Um, it must have been like two minutes left in the game. Something really tiny, tight, tight game. No, Joaquin Noah was on on the Bulls at the time. Okay. And this dude pulls up like a you know Curry three pointer from today, right? Right. Like almost damn near half court. Mm-hmm. Right. Sinks it. The Knicks go up by two or something like that, right. and we win the game. Right. You know when he sank that shot because the game was back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. switching buckets. I like, remember that game. Buckets. I remember that game. Yo, I jumped so high, <laughs> I busted my eyebrow. Oh, I remember I had that. Eight stitches. But I'm like this. You were in Miami at the time. Yeah, I was in Miami. Yeah. I'm holding this thing shut so I the blood can stop streaming down my eye so I can finish watching the game. When the game ends and I look at my hand, the blood. Coming out of yo, and my whole arm was red. I go to the bathroom. You had a gash, like Tyson's. Like, like I like, so see, you fought Tyson. Like yeah, <laughs> like Tyson chewed my damn eyebrow. So just so far, I've agree. I agree with everything that we've all said. Okay. I've also think that Jared Smith had the capabilities of being a superstar. Yeah. Um, 
the athleticism is just he just Everything. never put it together. Raw talent. Raw Even his sixth man, that was his sixth man of the year. Yeah. 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 Where he was just driving to the basket and he was just a different because he was getting to the line a lot. Yep. Okay. I think I had Nate Robinson at the time. No, no, we didn't have Nate Robinson no? okay. for the next week. No. By the way, shout uh, out Nate Robinson. Yeah, shout just out close. Shout out Nate. Uh okay. This is this is a good one. Dwight Howard. Nah. James Harden. All star. Not superstar. No. I agree. You know why? One way player. Not even that. Why is that? Choke artist. If if you're a one way player, and in this case we'll talk about scorer, mm-hmm. right? He's an amazing scorer. Let's oh, obviously that's me that doesn't go. But he's he, it's based on volume. Yeah. Yes. Now granted, you still have to be accurate and good at it. But he takes so many bad shots. He's probably in today's NBA the best example of a really bad shot taker. That happens to get him in because he's just that God-given talent. He get, he tends to get him in. He, yeah. He's the best sh- bad shot maker that we have. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's a shit shot maker. We don't yeah. want our kids looking at him. Never. To learn how to play. Yo, his, or to never. Learn how to shoot. his step back is amazing. Uh, this guy, he's so no, you he's, step back to the, th- to the half court line and you almost yeah. turn the ball over. Yeah, just because. And you sink the shit. I don't yeah. know how to feel about it. So my it. problem is this, right? If you're taking James Harden for a one-on-one game, I'll pick him all night. Yeah. I think he'll destroy anybody, including LeBron James on a one-on-one. And yeah. yes, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I know, I know. Far. All right. He can't guard him. James Harden, he's not going to guard James Harden. Yeah, but Le- he's going to foul out. James Harden can guard me. <coughs> Listen to, hear me close. Hear me Let's close. Let's get back to reality, guys. No, no. James no, 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 Harden wait, 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 can't wait. guard me. Carlo, calm down. That's enough. Always, what's in that water? Oh, he's a good defender? But what's in that water, though? Oh, oh you're just saying I'm a bad player. <laughs> hey, you said it. I mean, but listen. That's it. This is about positivity. <laughs> no. Put it like this. No, but no. You're right. If James Harden and LeBron James play one-on-one, and the moment James Harden misses, it's going to be back down city. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> He'll never get the ball again. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He is the James owner Harden. of that defense. <laughs> James Harden, James Harden, in my opinion, is the best offensive, offensive player, player in the NBA, yeah. period. I agree. There's no one that can do what he does. His step back is a layup for him. He can cross you over. Everybody who guards him who's any significance of a good player, a defensive player at that, doesn't have a chance because not only because he is cerebral as it gets offensively. The man knows how to draw contact. You know, he reminds me of a lot, and I, and a lot of people. If if if, by the way, if this player is listening, I really want you as my GM for the Chicago Bulls, and I'm gonna name him right now. Chauncey Billups, come on down, <laughs> goddammit, <laughs> sir. You were a goddamn genius out there in the court. Yeah, you dropped 13 to 15 points. Yeah, I know I get it, but you won an MVP. But let me tell you exactly what it is. He knew when and how to draw fouls. He knew to keep you off balance. He made the right basketball play. He wasn't a superstar, but he's a winner. I take winner over your high-ass accolades all day long. You drop 50 and we lose and we didn't make the playoffs, I'm not looking around for my teammates. That's not a good 50. For you. Hell no. Losing is never a good 50. If you drop 50, if you drop 50, it's like, no, dude. You, you, okay, here's my thing with 50. If you drop 50 and the next step drop nine. <laughs> you alright? That's on you. <laughs> that's on you, homie. I get it. <laughs> that's on you, nigga. 
Oh, great. Well, Cha- Chauncey, and it's funny. I'm mad. Yo, I just got upset. Because Chauncey, it is available. He is looking for a GM role. Oh, my God. I hope he comes to the Bulls. So that, that is something that could happen. Uh, hire him as anything. Yeah. He could be coach if you want. Whatever you want right. to do. So let's keep it going. Next player. You want me to name some? No, I got this. Oh, okay, okay. Carmelo Anthony. All-star. Yeah. I'll say superstar. And obviously. Let's talk about why. I, well, you know, why, it, it, to me, is very simple. I think that... Because of his poor shooting percentage? No, no, no. <laughs> I think that you kind of started following Melo when he came to New York, and you kind of forgot what he did in the West Coast. Well, you know, where they play basketball, where they probably were responsible for, like, 70% of all championships from 2000 to now. Mm. So the the road there was a lot tougher. You have to actually the, play defense in the West Coast. Yeah, but you also have to score. And granted, what that, what that means is granted, his team was playing defense. Sure, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I just think yeah, his scoring, his scoring abilities were very superstarish. His scoring abilities, only if we're talking about scoring abilities. No, no, no. He's he's one of the best. Yeah, he's scorers. got he's got superstar capabilities. Yeah. He should be a superstar. He should be. I agree 1,000%. As a matter of fact, if I had to bet money, I would have lost money because I would have said, yo, this guy's a bona fide superstar. Because of his handles, his, his pull-up. Pure his, raw talent, yeah. mellow, the way he took amazing. It to, the way he took he it to the He can post you. No. He can rebound. mid-range his, yeah. his money when he wants to. Mm-hmm. The problem is, again, and I look, I liken, not to say the same Yeah, player, yeah, yeah, I know. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah. don't crush I know, me. I know where you're going. I, I liken him to J.R. Smith in mm-hmm. the sense that, again, non-cerebral. And doesn't give you a hundred percent effort. Yeah, and we Yo, we spoke about. There's it. times I saw him. This is his defense. I know you guys can't see me. Ole. He would literally just throw his hand up, and the guy would get by him. Bro, I'm sorry, man. Like, I get it. You drive 25, and you didn't get your masseuse last night, and you know they didn't come on time to give you the the foot rub that you wanted, and you didn't get your favorite breakfast in the morning. I get it. I get it. But I don't get it. Yeah. You know, Melo's going to be on the show. Good. Melo's going to be Yo, on. yo, my word is on everything I love. I have, Listen to me, Barry. Carmelo, I know you're listening. Listen oh, to me. Oh, another Melo rant. Hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to show you. No, because this is what it is. You have to understand. I don't know. No, hold on. Hold on. Let me explain myself. Yeah, he speaks for himself, Melo. I am. I, I don't mind. My name is Emilio the Poet, by the way. And get my book, man. I'm a poet and you know volume one. In stores today, Amazon.com. Yes. At Emilio underscore the poet uh, Instagram. Now, but let me tell you something, Melo. I don't know you as a person. I don't know what kind of father or husband you've been. I don't know you as a person. This is all basketball talk. I'm talking about you. I'm going to criticize the shit out of you. Just the same way you can criticize my poetry if you like. All right? Which is on YouTube. You can find it on The Emilio Experience. Okay? At YouTube. Blood, 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 blood. Okay? No, but what I'm saying is, is I don't... So when you do a... If you're in your jobs, ladies and gentlemen, and your boss says, yo, you're doing a half-ass job, you've... Earn the right to be critiqued. You're in his space. You're in that boss's space. He's. I'm not his boss, but I have eyes, and I, I, I'm a consumer. I, I, yeah. I. You know what I mean. You have your opinion. That's it. You're yeah. you're in public opinion now. Mm-hmm. Welcome to public opinion. Public figure could have a that's public it. opinion. Yeah. That's it. That's it. This has got none. Of, I'm sure he's a great guy, but that's not. I don't know him as. I don't know that about him, and I'm not critiquing him as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm critiquing him as a basketball player, and he's been lackadaisical. And it's it to me, the proof is in the pudding. If you're not a winner, right? If you're not a winner, and you're the best player. We gotta we're gonna analyze the shit out of you because something's wrong here. You're dropping 25 a night, and we're losing. We gotta revisit what the fuck is going on. 
If you're dropping 25 a night, right, but your guy's giving, you're giving up 30, you're the problem. You are the problem. Yo, the, the big, my His bad problem, shot selections are horrible. My biggest problem, and, and I can't put this on Carmelo. I put this on the people who hired Carmelo. They look to him to be the leader of whatever team he's been a part of. Yeah. They saw what LeBron was doing. He's of not course. a leader. No, he's all. not. He's not. So part of the blame is also not putting him in a position, even though he might think he is or might have said he has been, he's not. Yeah. At all. So when he was surrounded with Rashid Wallace, Jason Kidd, you Those saw, vets? You saw the best Melo. He fell in line. Because he wasn't the leader. And he was amazing. He, just, he, he, had he amazing. thrived in that so, role. Uh, you know what? And, and you know, we'll, we'll end it there. He'll be our last player. I have one more player, but uh, yeah. we'll leave oh, it for the next oh, one. Yeah, I don't want to hear no, about... No, but I just want to finish about, about Melo. And I, I, I just I want to put something in perspective. I don't I don't ever want to talk about Melo in this show. Winning, winning a, a, uh, an NBA ring, a championship, mm-hmm. is really, really hard, right? Oh, for sure. Ask Patrick Ewing, ask Charles Barkley, ask... I have a name. I have a name after you. I have a name. I'm interested. It's hard to why, win. Why every time you're sitting with us, you bring up Reggie Miller comes up? No, Carmelo Anthony comes up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, Melo because we're, we're gonna, gonna have to like both, be, both out. No, nah, no, we're no, not on Reggie. Shit. No, Carmelo. So we're stop I want to ask you a question. So, do you have the same feelings that you just had for Melo for Patrick Ewing, who gave you 22, 10 rebounds a night, but that's, he didn't win shit. That's the, I, but that, I never, yeah. brought, I never brought that up at all. I'm asking you a question. No, I don't. You're Zero. measuring Melo. If Melo would have won a ring. No. You wouldn't have said that's this not rant. about rings. This is not about rings. You sure? I'm telling you what I'm telling you is, there's proof is in the pudding. His horrible ass attitude. This is what I'm gonna call it. His uh, attitude for the game, bro, bro. You not giving me maximum effort on defense is a bad attitude, bro. That's so, not winning. Hold on, let me so, finish my point. Yeah. Let me finish my point. It's just not good basketball. Period, bro. I don't care if you peewee. If I had a five-year-old kid play half-ass defense, I would be on him the same way I'm on Carmelo. I don't care about championship. It's about play with integrity, bro. You're a champion. I mean, sorry. You're you're a professional. Never mind champion. Act like a professional. Play like a professional. So, if you look at Shane Battier, for example. Mm-hmm. Shane mm-hmm. Battier, right? Mm-hmm. Shane, I'll take I'll take Shane Battier over Carmelo Anthony. I wouldn't. Here's why. I know Carmelo Anthony is the better talent. I'm not yeah. even going to dispute that. I'm not here to fucking shoot myself up. No, I get it. But I know exactly what I'm getting from Shane Battier. I know that his deficiency is not going to be... He's not giving me 25 a night. It's not going to hinder the franchise. But that's not who... What I, but I know that coming in. You're giving me 10 points. You're going to lock down your man, chances are. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit your wide open threes. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're gonna not... You're going to play smart. You're going to make the right play. You're going to take the charge. You're going to make... You're, gonna, you're giving me everything yeah. you got every night. That's winning basketball. Yeah. It's not a coincidence he's won a championship. It's not a coincidence he's won in Duke. Four years in a row, I believe it was, or what have you. It wasn't, this is not, this is not this like, this is not a, you don't, this is not like, oh yeah, he won, really? No, that's no, no, winning no, no. basketball. It totally is he won, really, because it's. Why? What? Right place at the right time. Shane Battier, if so he's not playing lucky. with like LeBron. So he got lucky. he got lucky. If he's not playing it, with LeBron or Wade. So you, you I'm talking about getting a chip or as far as so when he w- an NBA ring. So when he was Put in Duke, Indiana. So he was in Duke. I think it's a system. I think you gotta. You so gotta, I had so much luck going on. So no. he had a lucky career. So he wasn't the best player in Duke either. So he had a lucky career. No, he wasn't. 
that's okay. That's not what I was saying. I never said he was the best player. I think I think Shane Battier is probably one of the best role players that you could ever play. I agree. But to say that you would take him over Carmelo 100%. Anthony. 100%. All day. That's and blasphemous. Twi- and twice on Sundays. That's blasphemous. All day. No one. Shane Battier's mom would not take Shane Battier over you, Carmelo you, now Anthony. Now you don't know what you're talking about. No, can I just say Am this? Am putting a team together? You know what I know? No, no, no. I'm not Knowing taking Melo over. If you're going with the talent. No way. So let, let me ask you a question. If Melo joins the Lakers, are the Lakers a better team or a worse team? Worse. worse. You notice we didn't hesitate. So you're saying that on the bench. I'm saying he's addition to that team. Is a subtraction. Team is worse. And he'll never make it on that team. So he was the, he was the reason why Houston was struggling. I didn't say that, but no, yo, I'm asking. I'm asking. All right, but, but but it says. But you know what's funny? This team is he's a, a superstar in your mind. Right? No, he's not a superstar. No, you said he was he's a superstar. A, we he, have it recorded, ladies and gentlemen. I said that he was at his peak. Okay, fine. All star. You said superstar. Time. No, you said superstar. 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 Yes, I said that. Don't say all star yeah, because I'm yeah. gonna flip it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree. Like in his prime, he was a superstar. Look at Paul George. That's fine. I have a name for you after this. Okay, see better with him. Or, or not? Okay, so he is way better with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. With him or with, with him? With, with him. With a better team. Yes. And he's an all-star in my book. Oh, sure. Okay? Yeah. They traded for Schroeder. Right. right. So, they did the same setup with Melo, now three teams, since he left uh, mm-hmm. uh, Denver. OKC, OKC, who's the first option? Russell. Right. Who's the second option? George. Now? Paul George. George. Who was the second? Who was but, the? But they're, play, but they're playing through Paul now. They're way better than that team yeah. last year. Like, yeah, not course. even close. Of course they are. Not of even course close, they are. bro. I never thought I would say that. Where did they and finish? actually playing through Paul George. Where, where did they finish last year? Was it seventh? Fourth. 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 Okay. Yeah. Fourth. And right. where are they right now? Like, first? Second? Right. Second. But we're also looking at a standings that's going to change, right? Oh like all this. I'm not. Listen. You listen, don't believe in it. Regardless if it changes not, Carlos, I'm interested in what's going on now. If you're thinking in the future he's going to be worse, fine. But right now, as we speak, he's better. They're, excuse me, they're better. They're better. Right now. But I can assure I, you I'm that not that's not what the, the standing that you're looking at at the NBA right now is not going to be it. That's, I what, can guarantee that. Okay, but who's going to be better? Who, Houston? Who, you, who's, who's taking number two? They're putting it together. Houston? They're putting it together. Oh, you're talking they're putting it together. This they're is, they're no, a lot better. What are you? Far, this is not me making it up. This is. Far. This started with Melo. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I don't want to so, talk about so, Melo. So, just to finish off, so we'll go ahead and actually. Let me just say the this. last name. The last name that you had. Here's, the last player. Oh, here's the here's the last player I have. And I want a roundtable discussion on this one. What do you think about Chris Paul? Think. I'll start off. Same, same, same so, question. So that you asked yeah, me. absolutely. All-star, good. What? Superstar. What? He is a superstar in the post era. The he post, is an all-star. Post, post like as in like post. The, the previous era, not this era. I don't know. I think that he would have been. He would have played very, very well. His game would have been very, very well in the nineties and the early two thousands. Right, I need a clear answer because yeah, I'm, I'm still confused. I, I need a clear what, answer. What's post era? Is this the mo- the modern era? I need I need yes. Chris. This is Paul. the modern era. What's the first thing you come up with? You can't have ten years ago use an all star superstar. Give me what you think as no, summary. No, I mean I don't think no what one no one game? will put him as a superstar. I think that you just the, said the superstar best, in the no, post no, no. era. I think his game Carlos. in the two thousand era would have been superstar because of his core his core version. Yeah, but that's but so we're cool. not we're not we're not in that era no more. So now he doesn't have the talent to be able to guard so what up. Is he? He's he's at best an all star. At right. best. 
at best. But his game was very John Stockton-ish. I want I want you to you to say your opinion before I chime in. Yeah, he's another one that needs to win, cause <laughs> right. Ouch. This is a tough one. He couldn't get out of the first round until he got to the Rockets. Oh, Chris Paul, man, we all looked with at DeAndre that. and Blake huh. for many years. All star or superstar. All I know is when Derrick Rose walks into the NBA, right? Derrick Rose is good. Oh, hold on! See, I didn't, I, say, I didn't wait, say that because that guy. I, I could and that's only just superstar. injuries. That's only injuries I for. I easily say superstar for Derrick Rose. I have a tough time saying superstar for Chris Paul. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with. I you. agree with him with everything you just said. D Rose just hurted me because of his injuries. That's but it. D Rose had the he's had superstar. the talent. He's superstar. He proved that in the in he proved it when it mattered. Look, going against Wade and LeBron, it was like you knew he was gonna lose, but damn, he was giving you everything. He had. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You mentioned he had another sidekick, like LeBron had his sidekick. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do that, right? Because that's not fair. I'm just saying, if you had, because that that same cop out I asked for, Mello, I'm not copping and out. you didn't want it. Don't ever compare Carmelo Anthony to Derrick Rose. How about that? Who's better? Derrick Rose. 100. Oh, a million. Percent. That's not even. That's, there's not even a discussion. No man. way, bro. There's no discussion. He led his team. <laughs> he makes his team better. How can Period. you? Everybody go home. Bro. I think Jimmy Butler was a better player Jesus for Chicago. Christ. Jesus and it's only Christ. because of Rose's injuries. I mean, this is just a fact. After if you fight. look at the points, if you total up the points, the total up with the assists, Jimmy Butler was a better player to the Chicago Bulls. Let me get this. Let me get this. Let me get this. Let me get this. The youngest rookie of the year, yes. youngest MVP Yo, ever amazing. in the history of the amazing. NBA. Amazing, clutch, clutch player. Bro, bro, they He's had, a clutch player. You know what's so funny about Derrick Rose? Because of Derrick Rose's accolades. They had to change the rule. Rules, There's a yeah. Derrick Rose rules, rule. Rules. The Burr rights. That when you get an all-star or like multiple, they, you have to get a max contract now because mm-hmm. of Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony didn't do that shit. There is a there's a, there's a such thing as a Carmelo rating. Carmelo Anthony didn't do that shit. Yeah. That sucks. No, that's not what that what is. What the hell are you that talking Carmelo about, rating. Carlo? No. Porzingis. No, 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 no. We're not off Carmen. Chris no, Paul, no, please. No, 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 no. Chris Paul, please. Yeah, we got to finish Chris Paul, and then we'll have this debate. Because I yeah. really want... I'm tired of talking to Melo. What was, you said? You said all-star for uh, Chris Paul? Yeah. All right. You, is there anything you want to add about? Nah. So, Chris Paul, right? So, that's why I brought up Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Because when I was... The, the whole time I was talking about Derrick Rose, at that time, the climate was Chris Paul's the quintessential point guard. He is the prototypical point he guard. Was. No one's better than Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Fine. I agree. Every time Derrick Rose and Chris Paul met, I would fucking I would I would put binoculars on to watch the game. I would watch them like this when they when uh, Chris Paul was in the Hornets and the Bulls would play. Derrick Rose would tear his ass a new one, right? Mm-hmm. You tearing that his asshole got this big, right? He got this big. Derrick Rose tearing his ass. Chris Paul's the best player in the NBA. He's the best point guard in the NBA. Chris Paul the next time they play, whoop his ass again. Whoop his ass again. He whoops his ass again. He keeps whooping his ass every year. He whoops his ass, but, but Chris Paul's the best. But he whoops his ass again. Chris Paul's the best. He whoops his ass again. Chris Paul. But Chris Paul, Chris Paul, right, Chris it, Paul. We got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. Right? So here's what happens. You ain't never met no Martin Luther King. King. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Who's next? <laughs> Yo, so here's my point, right? To be the best, you got to beat the best, right? I think you all agree. To be the best, you have to beat the best, right? Right. In this case, Chris Paul and them at the time were only facing twice a year because they were both in That's different uh, you know, conferences. He's taking it to him. And Chris Paul himself interviews. You know, I would send these clippings to a guy that I will not name right here on the show. At the time, I would send them articles, news articles, right? 
of Chris Paul interviews saying himself from his mouth, this guy's the better player. Derrick Rose is the better player. He can jump faster. He can run faster. He, he can jump higher. He can run faster. There's nothing I can do with him. That's Chris Paul. We're talking about a Chris Paul, the same Chris Paul that's a lockdown point guard defensive Once. player. Oh, I'm talking about at the time. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about his yeah. heyday. I'm not talking about He Chris was a better defender. 100%. No, no, but I'm saying you would think he would he would tame a guy like Derrick mm-hmm. Rose. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the man, right? Mm-hmm. If you're the man in anything you do, you're gonna you're not gonna let another one outshine you. He couldn't do anything with him. Derrick Rose, unfortunately, his injuries. For me, he will always be a superstar. I get it that he's, his window was cut short. It's unfortunate, but we all knew what we saw. You didn't see it in Chris Paul, and no. then you damn sure didn't see it in Carmelo Anthony. All right. He couldn't carry a team. Like Derrick Rose carried a team. Okay. He took it to the monsters of LeBron and Wade, and he gave him everything he can handle, big baby. We'll, we'll, By himself. We'll, we'll take this conversation offline. Right. I don't, I don't want right. to talk about no more Carmelo right. Anthony. Offline either. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, folks. So, this is fun. This is dope. Again, you've just heard another block work episode. The boys from White Plains Road, once again. Yes, that shit still gives me goosebumps. I love that. So, NBC. So, I The New York Knicks versus the Chicago Bulls. This is Manny Digital. This is Amelia the Poet. This is your boy Lowe's. Yes, sir. And uh, this concludes another episode of Trouble. Comment, 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 y'all. Leave your comment. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribble and Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.